Now let's bring in our panel, and that's Stacy Widlitz, the founder of SW Retail Advisors, and Amanda Lai, a senior manager at McMillan Doolittle. Thanks for joining us today. Uh, you know what, Stacy? I'm going to go to you first. We've got Nike stock's been under pressure so far uh, in 2021. After uh, having a nice 2020, we're starting to see some of the China effects uh, take hold, and also supply chain issues. What are you uh, expecting here out of Nike today after the close? So I think you've got a couple things going on. You've obviously got China, which was punishing several of the brands for cotton for, for comments they made about cotton sourcing a way back. So certainly you're you're gonna see some pullback in China. Um, but I think what you're gonna see uh overwhelmingly is higher margins year over year. And that is in Europe and that is in North America. Last quarter they made it very clear there were product shortages and that has eased up somewhat, so they are able to chase into demand, but I think you're gonna see perhaps a sigh of relief on China, you're gonna see higher margins, North America and Europe, and you're going to see uh, an outlook for the second half of the year that's more encouraging in China. Yeah, and uh, you know, Amanda, you know, the supply chain issues, you know, we're, we're seeing improvements in that space. Uh, the China concerns are still there, uh, if you look at this company and the expectation, 75% growth from last year at this time, uh, is that any acceleration in investments? Uh, is that a concern for margins moving forward? I think largely Nike will benefit from the investments that they've made. Um, it's interesting looking at their strategy as a whole. Uh, they've pulled back on some of their wholesale relationships, uh, particularly the ones that are lower in the market and, and really focus on, on premiumizing the overall Nike brand, uh, as well as pulling back into their own retail businesses, including their digital e-commerce, which, which in turn has, has helped drive their digital sales growth. This previous quarter, they had a 59% surge uh, in digital sales, and we can uh, expect to see hopefully continued growth in that sector. Uh, and again, it just gives them greater control over the customer experience, over uh, customer data, which they can then reinvest um, into the brand. Yeah, and I think that last quarter's number of 59% growth in online sales was disappointing to the street, which is, uh, is, is wild to me due to the fact that they grew 84% in Q2. So maybe some deceleration concerns there. But Stacy, promotions have also come down uh, for Nike. Uh, now, is this going to be a tailwind for margins moving forward? I think it is. So you've got a couple things. You've got some of the lowest promotions in apparel and footwear that we've ever seen right now, because obviously inventories were kept really tight over the last year because no one knew when demand was going to return. But you have to start considering what are the brands that that is a sustainable change. And Nike's one of them, as Amanda just said, they are increasingly saying goodbye to some of the wholesalers out there in the market that haven't always kept price integrity. They're taking their business back, they're owning their business, they're bringing it up the spectrum in terms of premium. And not only is DTC retail a higher margin proposition for them, but again, they're eliminating permanently those promotions in the marketplace by taking back control and getting rid of some of the dysfunctional partners they've had. Uh, yeah, that direct to uh, consumer is really starting to, uh, you know, come to fruition there for Nike. But uh, Amanda, if you take a look at the Olympics and the effect uh, that that might have, whether positive or negative, you're outlaying a lot of capital to be a part of that. But uh, is that worth uh, the investment worth it for Nike uh, moving forward? 
think generally uh, the Summer Olympics that'll be kicking off uh, over in this next month will be a brand boost for Nike. Um, certainly gives it the global visibility that you know, it's, it's hoping to gain from this. Uh, it's certainly an investment that they're making, especially as there's increased competition from other um, athleisure athletic brands. Um, Athleta just signed Simone Biles, Olympic gymnast. So um, I think there's certainly competition to really have uh, the Nike brand um, up front and in front of consumers' eyes on a global scale. Yeah, and, uh, you know, Stacey, uh, Amanda mentioned the competition in this space, that uh, athleisure space. Uh, we're seeing some winners and losers there. We have seen a pullback in some of these names uh, after ramping up through 2020. Uh, but is that competition uh, also going to start uh, affecting margins? So, you know, a couple years ago, we had this huge influx in the market of all of these um, retro brands. And it got really crowded. And I think there was a lot of concern that it was going to steal share from the big guys. But that really hasn't happened. And kind of the smoke has cleared now that we're a few years into it. And I would say that Nike has actually reasserted itself even more so as the leader, despite the fact that there has been so many emerging brands and so much competition. They are not only on the fashion front, but they're the um, official technical brand and everyone else is trying to aspire to be like them and they still own the market and they own it at higher margins and they're going to own, again, what Amanda said, which is control of the market. Yeah, maybe uh, maybe uh, some potential for anybody getting looking to get bullish in here with the pullback that we've seen in this shares a little bit. But Amanda, any other names in this space stick out to you uh, besides Nike that you like? Um, in addition to Nike, Lululemon has also been uh, quick to recover in the pandemic and continued to, to benefit from the work from home trends. Uh, overall, though, they'll be facing some competition from other categories within uh, apparel, especially as Americans start to reemerge and return to the office, return to events, um, as well as just overall ca- competition from other retail categories such as travel and entertainment. Right. And uh, Stacy, same question to you. What uh, names in this space or, or the, that you cover that you like moving forward here into the end of the year? I still like Foot Locker here because um, Foot Locker is the preferred partner of Nike. Nike does, as they only have 25% of their business as direct, they need a great partner in the market and they've said that partner is Foot Locker. So I think they continue to benefit from product cycle, from inventories easing up, from product releases, so I would say Foot Locker, Nike, and still a huge fan of Lululemon. Yeah, and Amanda, if you take a look at some of the numbers uh, as far as digital goes, uh, is is there a number or level where uh, you know the market reacts negatively to the stock in in case we st- we continue to see a deceleration in the growth? Uh, I don't have a specific number in mind. I think Nike's certainly trying to balance uh, reopening with their um, owned e-commerce sales. Um, certainly, I think overall their their main goal is to focus on the owned retail uh, experience. And so, as long as it's a balance between the two, they will continue to um, see improvements overall. Yeah, and uh, Stacy, final question here: If you if you take a look at this, uh, where the stock is trading about one hundred thirty three dollars. Do you have a price level that you're comfortable with uh, saying where you think Nike should be valued at? Yeah, I mean, I think the stock is interesting here, right? Because we're we're discounting at this point the, some of the China concerns about deceleration in the market. So there's a lot of there's a lot of fear around that number. What does that market look like? It was previously the highest growth part of the business. 
Um, I think it will come back. The product cycle looks incredible. So I, I would absolutely look at the stock here. Yeah, we'll have to uh, watch those Olympics and see how much uh, Nike gear. I think the U.S. team is, uh, you know, sponsored by them. So uh, we'll have to wait and see on that and uh, look forward to the results today after the close. All right, I'd like to thank Stacy Widlitz, the founder of SW Retail Advisors, and Amanda Lai, the senior manager at McMillan Doolittle.